Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, where writing from the heart adds value to your life. Listen as authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs share the stories behind their creative process and their work. Also, listen as I give book reviews, share writing encouragement and tips, read occasional poetry, and give you inspirational nuggets from my writing journey, all inspired by the Holy Spirit. Grab a cup of whatever beverage suits your fancy, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thanks for supporting my Inspirational Journeys podcast. My purpose is to provide a platform for authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs to share their stories while also providing writing tips, encouragement, and inspiration to help you achieve your writing goals through faith and courage. By clicking the support this podcast button or following the link in my show notes, your monthly contribution of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 will help me achieve mine. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison Barnes, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Pooja Chilakuri. Welcome to the show, Pooja. Thank you very much for having me, Ann. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I live in North Carolina. I'm originally from India, but I've been here a really long time, almost 27 years. So I've lived here longer than I have lived in India. And I'm also a nutritional therapy practitioner and a health coach and an author. And I live with my husband and my two children. So, yeah. Wow. And um, so what inspires you to become a writer? Becoming a writer, and I think that was, um, I'm not sure if to call it like an accident or providence or coincidence. Uh, you know, it just kind of happened. I had had a really difficult three years from 2011 to 2014. And it, there was a lot going on, like with our health, for me and my husband. We had just had a really painful exit from our church. And that was the only family I had here in the U.S., so it was just a lot that I was dealing with emotionally and I had uprooted my children, you know, separated them from the only family they knew. So I felt like I needed to sit and write things down just so that it would make sense to me. You know how sometimes uh, you go through this emotional turbulence wondering mm -hmm. whether you did the right thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so originally it was just to write things down, to clear my head. And I thought maybe someday my children will read what I'm writing and they'll have some answers because I know when they grow up, they're going to have questions, right? Why did we do some of the things we did? So I started just writing it down. And before I knew it, it turned into a story, a memoir. Like I just, then I started feel, feeling this burden that I needed to publish it because I didn't plan to publish it at first. I thought it's just for me and my family. But when I started reading I, I, other people's blogs and I started realizing that what I had been through, it wasn't just me, that I wasn't alone. 
but there were many people out there that had gone through similar things. And I thought, well, maybe I should reach out to them. And this was the only way that I knew how to. So that's kind of what got me started. Mm. So, um, and I read, as I told you earlier, I read your memoir and then there was Jesus. And um, did you publish it yourself? No, that one, I actually had some help because I didn't know what I was doing. You know, five years ago, I didn't know the things I know today. I didn't have the community, the support. You know, I just, I did not even know how to write. I just wrote that just straight from my heart, you know. So Mm -hmm. not knowing what to do, I just hired somebody to do it. Back then I had, um, you know, I was working. And so I felt like I could afford it back then. But since then, you know, since I quit my job, I, uh, have learned how to do these things myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you do your own formatting? I just started learning how to do that. So far, I haven't been doing my own formatting. I've been getting some help just for that piece. But I'm just learning how to do that now. Me too. I'm a, I've got a book template that I can put all my books in. and um, At least yeah, it's a basic just, one. Yeah, I just started. Yeah. Did Jen show you how to do that stuff or? Jen sure did. She got me started on it. <laughs> she sure did. She was, she is so good at challenging me. Oh my gosh. I know, right? <laughs> yes. I love her challenges and then I'll pass them on to my listeners. I'm, I'm telling you, she, <laughs> excuse me. She's, she's really good at doing this challenge. She's a fireball. <laughs> she is. That she is, but she's on fire for Christ. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. So, and um, so, and she challenged me to write poetry. And your poetry is beautiful. And I got, I think it was like a newsletter or something that I got, and yeah, I had your poem in it. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. So, so um, do you still have any connections with your old church? Uh, no, not really, because we left. It's been almost 10 years and I just decided that, you know, it's sometimes it's best to just move on mm-hmm. because when you change so much, but, and the people around you, they, you know, it's hard for them to accept those changes. So it becomes difficult to be friends. Because they're in their own way. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, Anna, I was just saying, you know, if you're going to be friends with someone, we have to accept them and love them for who they are. We can't change them, right? Right. And not only that, when people get in their own, in the way of God, then that's, you have to disassociate. You have to decide. Because that was something that I had struggled with. It took me two years to leave because I really loved them and they loved me. You know, it wasn't anything bad, but it's just that when God is calling you and there's an inner voice that's guiding you and if you don't listen to that inner voice things can get very emotionally um stagnant and depressing right so have to listen yeah right so now um with the book have you have you visited india since you left Yes, yes. At first, it wasn't a lot, but the last few years, I'm grateful that I got to visit more. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it's been a really long time that I left. I was 19 when I um, 
when I left home. Yeah. So do you have any, um, I know you said you on the, on our group, you were writing a nutrition book. Are you working on yes. that? Yes. You know what? And that's the one that I'm experimenting with for formatting it. That's what I'm doing with it right Ooh. now is I'm formatting it. Yeah. It's going to teach people how to use supplements safely because a lot of us are using, you know, vitamins, minerals, herbs, but we don't know the dangers. And it's just a book that walks you through the whole process of how to buy a supplement. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I mean, because people need, so people need that kind of information. So have you written yeah. other devotionals or you just write um, poetry? Oh, no. I know I so what happened was once I wrote that first book, I never thought I would write another book, but I don't know how it happened, but I started getting all these um, feelings. Uh, they were almost like downloads that I started having a fresh view of all the gospel stories. And so I started writing reflections and poems. So I have three other books that I published after my memoir, and they're more or less all about. Uh, just taking a fresh look at Jesus and his heart and not so much about the religious aspect of things. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because think, yeah, go ahead. Because like you said in your memoir, people, um, people are all about, some people are all about religion and not the, the true who Jesus really is. Yeah. His heart, you know, we've made quite a mess of his teachings, I think. But yeah. getting to know the heart of someone, it's like if I read your poetry and I can twist your words however I want, but when I get to know you as a person, your words become more meaningful to me. Well, right? yeah, that is true. Yeah. And so that's just kind of my goal is to just offer these reflections so people can just, you know, flow with it, take what resonates and just leave what doesn't. And yeah. Wow. So, um, are you, so, and I know you wrote a, a devotional piece for, um, the God things hope for the hurting. I saw yes. that. Yes. I saw yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only devotional piece I've written. Jen, Jen challenged me to do it. So now whether I write, she challenged more, me too. whether I write more devotionals or not, um, that that's, you know, whatever God decides there, but that's, that's right. Cause I'm working on a novel right now. It's going to be completely different. It's my first time. So Ooh. it's going to be interesting. <laughs> cool. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, of course. I, uh, so the idea came to me three years ago and it's taken me this long to get to get to it. Cause these other books started coming, you know, um, it's going to be fiction, but it's going to be based on the life of, uh, the apostle John. Oh. But it's the character is going to get developed. It's almost a coming of age story. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use things from his life, but the story is more of a coming of age story. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so um, when you when it comes to publishing yourself, do you hire somebody to do your editing and covers and things? Uh, yes. For the cover, I have someone right now. But Jen, our good friend, has challenged me to try to do that on my own as well. So I'm experimenting with that. 
But I do have someone that does my cover. But the editing, I don't really, that's the piece that gets, you know, it can quickly add up the dollars. Yeah, I know. And yeah, I, thought very, about, I thought about working with an editor, but I'm like, you know what? I'll just post it in our group, post the yep. chapters in our group. And then, of course, Jen gives me feedback. And she does. And, you know, I and beta readers are wonderful. Yes. I really do believe in good editing. It's not that I don't, but I've, I've used softwares. Like, I will use ProWriting 8 mm -hmm. and Grammarly. And as, I try to clean it up as much as I can. And sometimes it helps me and if I change the font or if you print it out or if you change the font or, you know, something where it doesn't, because, uh, you know, your brain can get really stagnated looking at your work always. Yes, so I having can. a fresh pair of eyes is very important. Like I, I always try to make sure that what I'm putting out there is very clean content, you know, like I write and rewrite and edit and edit and edit and have as much help as I can, you know, with the softwares and with the beta readers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's why I put it up on, on Facebook so that, you know, y'all can see it because I yeah, want to know what you think. And so far I've been doing reflections and poems. Those are a little bit easier to edit. When I do the novel, I probably have to <laughs> save up some money for that. <laughs> and I probably hire a good editor. You can, do it. you can throw it up on Facebook as for beta reads too. I mean, I'm on yep. a budget myself, so yep. I understand. Editing editors, everybody says every book needs to be edited. Yeah, but here's the thing: if you can't afford it, you do the best you can. You do the best you can, and you know we're not going to put out bad grammar and hopefully. <laughs> no, so that's. Well. I, I, I could tell you a horror story of mine, but anyway, it's not about me, it's about you today. Yeah. I'll have to tell you that after we get through here. So, do you have any tips for aspiring authors? Gosh, there's been like so many things that I've, um, people have told me that resonated with me and I'm trying to find, well, one thing that, uh, has stayed with me uh, as a tip is don't do it alone. I know writing, you have to write by yourself, right? You go into your cave and you write, but I hadn't realized how much support I was going to need throughout the process because sometimes it can be very discouraging. Sometimes we get into these writer's blocks. Sometimes I wonder why I'm doing this because it takes away so much time from my family. And so you need the kind of support people to remind you why you're doing it or inspire you or encourage you, right? So being part of a writing community is very helpful. And also, I've, I'm talking about editing. One of the tips, one of the things I have had to learn is to let go. Because sometimes I write stuff that I fall in love with. I mean, not to, I'm not boasting, but you know, know. <laughs> when you create something, you get attached to it. Yeah, and, and you don't want to let it go. But see, what I've learned, and you can... Yeah, you have to let it go. I read a book one time. It was um, TED Talks. It was a book on public speaking. And I think it was the guy that started TED Talks, Chris, Chris Anderson. And he, yeah. uh, he says in there, there's a phrase that says, kill your darlings. Yeah, <laughs> kill your darlings. So no matter how attached I am, I have to let it go. Because if it's, you have to think like the reader. You have to think like the reader. But don't throw it away completely i have a what i know 
I used to call it my expressive writing for healing and reflection. And now I call it my junk journal because it's got a little bit of everything in it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because you can use that idea somewhere else, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I hear you. I had to do that. I had to do that the other day. Jen, Jen and I were talking about um, my book and I had to throw away a couple of, I had to not throw away completely, but I had to um, cut out a couple of chapters. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then it's like once you, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but once you cut those out, it's like it unblocks you. Yes. Yes. Because that's the thing as a writer is to get my ego out of the way and let that creative process just take over. Uh huh. Right? That's the, and you know what? That's been a very humbling experience. And mm -hmm. very humbling to, um, to set that ego aside and to learn, to really learn how to let the process take over. <laughs> yeah. Or the creative flow, how, I don't know what to call it. The, the creative muse starts, the Lord, the Holy Spirit gives it to you, or if you're like me and you, and your characters talk to you, that creative muse starts oh, to show up they, at the oddest of times. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Anne, you're absolutely right. And sometimes uh, they show up, over time, sometimes you get it very quickly, like, uh, and so it's, it's a learning, learning to be in tune with the spirit. That's been a very big challenge also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it can be. And then okay. my characters start talking to me and at the, at the most inopportune time when I can't write things down <laughs> oh my goodness mine talk to me in the shower and i am oh that my is gosh, the right before i get in the shower mine do that yes it is so hard oh my god and i jump out and i try to find the first thing i can to jot it down <laughs> uh, it's like i wish i had my phone with me <laughs> when i'm driving that is so inconvenient it really I know. is <laughs> but then you know what if god wants you to keep that he'll bring it back yeah he will yeah he will. And sometimes they come back in a little bit different way, but that's okay. Yeah, sometimes it'll come to me in dreams. That is so cool. That only happened to me once. <laughs> and it wasn't even a dream. It was like I was half awake, but just trying to get up out of bed. It's like you're zoning out and you hear the voices. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. cool, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. I've done yeah. that sitting out on the porch, too. That is so cool, then. Yeah. Now I'm curious. There's one thing because the one thing you mentioned in your um, memoir, and I don't want to spoil it for people, but um, you said your husband will have to write to tell his story. Um, do you think he'll ever write his story? His faith story? I, oh my goodness! There is a huge book inside of him, and I have been trying and trying. I'm gonna have to stop nagging him. I finally stopped telling him, and I know he wants to do it. It's just a matter of finding the um, mental and emotional space to do it. Yeah. Just pray for uh, him. Yes, please. His story, his side of things is going to be very beautiful. I know it. I can't wait to read it now. <laughs> you got me curious <laughs> now. <laughs> I've been on his case for a while. We actually picked out a title for his book and a book cover. So now it's, some, and he's, he's built up, he's written the structure, but now he just needs to fill it out. Yeah, he'll get there. Yeah. It he'll takes get time, there, yeah. but he'll get there. I'm tempted to write it for him. Do you know that's so bad? But I decided <laughs> not to. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Uh -oh. He has to do it. 
Right, I know. Yep. So, um, I'm gonna ask you a fun question that I ask a lot of people. Yeah. And if it's uncomfortable for you, let me know. But if there's anybody you could meet, past or present, who would it be, and and um and why? Past or present? Right. Oh, past. Yes. You know, uh, growing up, I had. A, so I was never a writer, right? But I loved to read, and my genre was mystery and crime fiction and things like that. Mm. And Agatha Christie, she still is one of my favorite authors. And mm -hmm. I think one of, if I did, if I ever got to speak to her, the question I had for her was, you know, her genre remained the same. Her characters were the same. Her style was the same. And she's written at least a hundred books, I think. And yet each one of them was so different. Right. I never got bored ever. And to me, I don't even know. I mean, I'm struggling with my first novel, you know, and I, to be able to write a similar thing and yet make it so different, I think that's uh, a genius. So, yeah. Right. I've read that's, a lot of her stuff. Yeah. So I mm -hmm. think I would want to go to tea with her, have a cup of tea with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where can people find you online? Online, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, definitely. I have my website and those three places. And I'm just beginning to start tweeting. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, wow. But I have, yeah, um, yeah I, I might be happy to send you all the links. I've got them. You sent them to me, but I just asked oh, that you have them, yes. so that anybody who is listening, all this, all these links will be in the show notes. Believe oh, you thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, do you have a favorite Bible verse you'd like to share? Um, well, there's one that's been my favorite forever. And then there's one that's recently been on my heart. So I'll just share both. Okay. Um, the one that's been my favorite forever is first John chapter four, verse 18. Perfect love casts out fear because that was my whole experience with God. I went from being very fearful to understanding the love, right? The love of God. Mm -hmm. So that verse has just stayed with me. And the one that's been pricking on my heart recently is let your light shine. Because I, I can be very shy and I don't like to, um, you know, talk about my books or talk about my work. But lately that's been pricking on me to share those. So all of our creative people, I think we are shy to you know just talk about our works but i think we have to all of us let our lights shine right and that's i think is matthew 5 and 18 i think yeah okay yeah all so right that's... so would you like to close us out in prayer i'd love to okay all right lord god we thank you we thank you for all the friends and all the encouragement and all the support that you have given to us thank you for Anne and our mutual friend jen and all those like them who are trying to create community and support and inspire authors and entrepreneurs lord god we thank you for all the goodness that we have received and we pray that you help us to shine that light that you've given to all of us to manifest your goodness and love um, on this earth. And we pray for healing of all our wounds, Lord, 
for any one of us and for all resistance that we're facing, that we may be able to flow freely and to achieve the full potential that you've put us on this earth for. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining us on Inspirational Journeys, and have a blessed day. Are you an author, creative artist, or entrepreneur creating innovative products and services to meet your customers' needs? If you've answered yes to any of these questions and would like me to help you promote your products and services on my podcast, I have an invitation for you. I am filling out my calendar for 2020 and would like to add some new guests to Inspirational Journeys. If you're interested in being interviewed by me, please either email me with Inspirational Journeys in the subject line, message me on social media with your email address, or fill out the contact form on my website or at the bottom of my most recent blog posts with Inspirational Journeys in the message box. I look forward to hearing from you, and thanks for listening to Inspirational Journeys, and have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired. Write something inspiring and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining me on Inspirational Journeys. You guys have a blessed day.